Okay, everyone. You hear me over here? Hi. I'm Oishi Gruffle right here. This is the Kashrini Hour. Yes, early bird Kashrini Hour. And today is Shavosa Patama's, and I'm right here. Kashrini Hour. And we're going to talk about the three weeks. We are going to talk about a whole bunch of different things right here on the Kashrini Hour. Before I start off, this week's parashas, parashas Pinchas, Pinchas ben Lozar and Aaron Achayin. We all know what Pinchas did. Pinchas was a very big Tamachacham, huge Tamachacham. He did everything, amazing things. And it was unbelievable what he was able to uh, do. It was very, you know, it's not everybody can uh, do what Pinchas did to kill out a Nazi and uh, that's what he did that's what happened well before I get started over here it's Shavuaz of Thomas as well and you know what Shavuaz of Thomas it's not a day where we go it's not where a day we are uh, you know happy it's a day that the three weeks start three weeks what are the three weeks well, what are the three weeks? That's right. So let's get started with our three weeks. Three weeks, you know, it was a very sad time. It's a time where people were... People were sad. A lot of things happened in the three weeks. A lot of things that were very bad happened. And let's go through some of the things. Some of the things in the three weeks. What happened... They broke through the wall. They destroyed, they were about to go into destroy the base of Mikdash. Moshe Rabbeinu dropped his So you have a whole bunch of things that uh, that happened in the three weeks. You know, it's in the summer, and in the summer, people have we have a the beautiful weather. You have. The weather is so nice. It's gorgeous weather. Gorgeous. I mean, how can you have such a uh, great weather, right? And, yeah. So, the birds are out. And it's unbelievable. We get a break. Well. What is Shavuaz of Thomas? Shavuaz of Thomas is a fast. It's a fast. And, you know, then starts Shavuaz of Thomas, we don't listen to music. Everybody knows we don't listen to music for a few weeks. And it's a very, you know, it's a very hard. Three weeks are very, one of the hardest things to uh, do. It's a very hard thing that we uh going through. You know, it's not the easy time. Always a, it's a hard time. Well, let's say a story about Shavuot Thomas. Once a person, a marshal. This is a marshal for Shavuot Thomas. Once a person, he uh, had a nice house, nice house, and the government came, surrounded his house with soldiers, and he asked them, "What are you doing? What are you doing? What is this?" And 
The soldiers said, what do you mean, what is this? We're soldiers from the governor, and he said we should surround your house. Why did he say that? Because that's the den. That's the gazero that you have. And we were told to bring you all the way to the governor. And they brought this guy to the governor. Let's call him Sharon. Sharon brought Sharon to the governor. Governor says, I'm giving you three weeks. I'm giving you three weeks. And they give him three weeks. He starts crying. He starts being very sad. You know, he's so sad that he's afraid that what's going to happen to me? What's going to be? I'm going to be destroyed. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. What's going to happen to me? And he's worrying and worrying and worrying and worrying. And you know what? The worrying really doesn't get him anywhere. And after three weeks, he gets a call. Gotta come back to the governor. He goes to the governor. All right. Well, what do you have? I, I'm sorry, I don't have the money. I. And they put him in jail. And they say, we're going to give you a certain amount of time. So, what is the marshal? What is the snimshal? The snimshal is, we have a nimshal here. That, you know, we have these three weeks. It's not ordinary three weeks. We're sad. Yes, we're sad. But we have to realize in these three weeks, Hashem runs the show. Hashem runs the world. Hashem is there. He's there. Whether we see Him or not. Whether we're on a mountain. Whether we're flying on an airplane. He's there. He's always there. And that's that's what I'm trying to say on Joseph Thomas is a preparation. Preparation. It's sad, yeah, it's sad. Tishabov is very sad days, one of the saddest day of the year, but it's also a day of hope. We hope. Why do we hope? Well, you know why we hope? Because we hope. We hope and we hope and we hope. That's right. We hope when Mashiach comes. And uh, back to Shots uh, Thomas and the three weeks. After three weeks, well, of course, you know, Tishabov comes. After Tishabov comes Rosh Hashanah. Now, I heard once that uh, Rosh Hashanah is a, you know, Tishabov is a preparation for Rosh Hashanah, meaning if the Besame doesn't come yet, that means we need to do Tshuva. So now is a good time to look into ourselves. What do we need to do? What do we need to do to get ourselves to act together and make it to get bad uh, from bad to good? What do we need to do to make the bad stuff to good stuff? What, what do we need to do to make the things that are coming from the bad to the good? So, you know, we all have to look in ourselves and see what could we fix up and those are the three weeks that's what the really the three weeks is it's the to be sad yes to be sad uh, to help uh, does it help think about the if it's going to help you then you think about the and it, if it helps you do tshuva then it helps you do tshuva but I'm telling you one thing 
that the Shavasa Vatama is, is a time we're hoping, we hope, and we don't stop. We are a Yidden, we're Jews, we don't stop hoping. We don't stop hoping. Let's get to the story. Rav Zev Braun stared at the computer screen. Like Moishi is doing. That's correct, like Moishi is doing. And his forehead rested on his hand, and there was simply no way around it. The math just didn't add up. His mother and Almana, after his father's death, was not bringing in the income needed to provide for the day-to-day needs. Well, he needed money to pay. This was in addition to the other debts that the father had. Abron simply wasn't sure how his mother would be able to continue living in the house. Well, lost in thought, Rabbi Bron almost didn't feel a cell phone. And his cell phone was vibrating. And yeah, just like that. And he picked up the phone. Hi, I was just thinking about you, Rabbi Bron said the most curious voice, most happiest voice ever. How are you doing? Baruch Hashem, I'm sure you're busy, Mrs. Shalama said. I just had a quick question. Of course, what can I help you with? Well, Pesach is coming, and you know, it can be so expensive, Mrs. Brown said. Brown forwarded his brow. He knew that what was going to come out now. Anyways, I was thinking I'd like to try out a help a bit. I'm not planning to on having a such a big Pesach. I think maybe I can give some money towards somebody's expenses. Do you know of an organization? Silence. Robert Brown didn't know what to answer. He exa- he knew exactly how much money was in his mother's account. I knew that there was very little room to maneuver. Mommy, are you sure? I mean, of course, Evie, Mrs. Brown interrupted. I know that I'm not wealthy, but by stretch of imagination, but I do have something to give, and I'd like to, in past Tati's, take care of it. But now, well, can you help me? Rabbi Brown swallowed the lump in his throat. Mm. Well, of course, Mommy, that's very kind of you. I think I know who to contact. Thank you, sweetie. I knew you would be able to be in touch. Well, be in touch. Have a good day. And Zevi stared at the phone for a long, long time. Well, why am I saying this story? One of the halachas is, one of the halachas is that you should view, you should look at your money from Hashem and give it to those who need it, tzedakah. And you know, Amparam, the happiest thing to do is to give. Well, Pinchas, we thank you, Hashem. We have Pinchas who killed Zimri Basoli. And it's an amazing act. It took a lot of courage from Pinchas to be able to do that. And with that, I'm going to say another story. Story. Yeah, a story. 
Don't like stories here. Me, I like stories. Well, here we go. So, here we go. So, we were basically talking about Shavasav Thomas, the marshal that I gave about Shavasav Thomas. Again, this is the Kishroni Hour. I'm giving it live early because I won't be in tonight. And uh, I'm probably, I have been uh, enjoying my summer. And uh, it's been a very hectic summer. And that is exactly why I can't come in because I'm so busy all the time. I'm busy, busy, all the time busy. And I, I, you know, I wish, I wish I could come in once. But that's why I'm here today, here to talk to you, to you people, everybody here. Um, and uh, let's get to uh, more stuff that I uh, have here. So, as I said, we need to know it's the three weeks. It's three weeks. Yeah. What does the three weeks mean? Shavasav Thomas. Yeah, people think, okay, no big deal. Shavasav Thomas, we have it every year. Every year we have Shavasav Thomas. And uh, it comes, well, yeah, what's the big deal? You know, do we actually think about it? And do we? I don't know if we actually think about it. And I'm not here to judge anybody who thinks about it or doesn't think about it. But I'm here to say that uh, we, as you then, have to look towards this day, Shwasa Thomas, and, you know, it's a day of hope. We're sad, okay? We could be sad. And even when we're sad, we always have to be... We always have to be happy. And that's what I'm going to say. Anyways, it says you should make a nice law. And what does the manager say? The manager says that all other stuff, most of, most of, by the Torah offerings, it says very craftum. The Zara Shimshon asks, what is the significance of Hashem considering us as though he created a new thing. Well basically that's one of the questions. And the Zara Shimshon with a clear uplifting answer resolves a lot of points that in the question. One of the part of the question was what is the significance of Hashem considering us as though he created us over again? And number two, the Yafe Torah on the Medrash uh, getting into big deep stuff, and number three, we have another question part here. Why does the measures say it over? And number four, this question is even stronger. And number five, what does the measures intend to prove from it? So, when a person does shuvan and severs, he is forgiven, and it remains necessary for him to score himself from the enjoyment. However, if we are considered by Hashem as though we are recreated ourselves as new, yet the Gemara says that convert that coverts who did not keep the seven mitzvahs required of them before they convert. So, 
if this if this was the case, then this is the tshuva, the example of to accept it through the Racham and Rabbim, and there will be no need for us to suffer. Fine, very good. That was the Zara Shimshin on that. Fine. I want more. You want more? Okay. So fine. Uh, let's get to more. All right. Off we go. Off we go. Right? Off we go. We're getting more. We got more Torah. That's right, Torah. Well, let me see what we can find over here for. Uh, hmm. And I'm looking over here. That's right. Doom, doom, doom. Well, so here we go. So it's the three weeks again. Every year we are warned to be extra, extra careful between Shavuot of Thomas and Ninth of Oz because there's a time of din, judgment. Imagine. It's a time of judgment and uh, a big time of judgment. And uh, it's uh, because of it is a time of strong judgment. It's not a good time for you to take any risks. Right? We, If you go risks, it's not, not during the three weeks. We shouldn't do those risks during the three weeks. This year is different. And not in a good way. Not in a good way. We had very pleasant years. Very pleasant years. And they're gone. There's chaos. Anarchy. And the truth is both ignored. And thrown upon. And on the surface. There's the be touted. There's a fight. This rights and that rights. A few pointed questions reveal there's something more going on. The person protesting on the street, he's just providing a means to someone else's end. Yemach Shemoy V'Zichram. Yemach Shemoy V'Zichram did. He did the same exact thing. Yeah. Hitler Yemach Shemoy, 1930s, did the same exact thing. He promised jobs, wealth, dignity, in short, everything the people had to pinpoint. It was crazy. And what did he name his party? National Socialist German Workers' Party. And he wanted to encourage people to support him. He went out of his way to make previous German leaders seem inept and a part of the problem. He created chaos and anarchy so that the people would have reason to turn to him. And by the way, we're not talking about Donald Trump here. In Kabbalah, left always means din. It is fierce. It is the side of din. It is the side of which the light of Hashem which is Chesed. So in this Sephros, it is the Sar of Din. It is the Sar on which the light of Hashem, which is the Chesed, is blocked. As the Talmud says, what does the Talmud say? The Talmud says that you bring someone close with the right hand and push them away with the left hand. 
when the left hand rises, right? When we have the left hand rises, what does it say? That the left hand rises. The world entered a period of din. And it's become increasingly more dangerous for anyone to oppose it. That may be a politically incorrect, but it's a hundred percent accurate in Kabbalah wise. And it has to do with the Sifros and the way Hashem built the creation. Let's look at a car, right? We'll look at a car and we can't even imagine how that car is made, right? A big car. It's huge. Yeah, it's a huge car. Nice, right? We don't know why it's made. Us kids, what do we know? We don't know anything how they're made. And if you're a car manufacturer, right? If your tati does, tati or mommy does a car mechanic, is a car mechanic, then he knows that it's not that easy to build a car. And he knows what goes into building a car. Well, some people go further and they not only want to know from the place of which the material came, but how it was made. How did they evolve into what they became? What are the forces? What are the forces in the creation of that car? When they look at the car, they may see all of that. But even that is not the end of the story. It may be the end of the physical part, but not the metaphysical one. We know that everything ultimately is just energy. And energy is not physical at all. Kabbalists do a lot of things. And, you know, there's these things... Scientists don't know, but Kabbalists do. Energy is Hashem's light. Hashem has this beautiful, gorgeous light. Great light. And He made the system that it's called spheres, of which there are ten. For every reason, the spheres are ordered into three rows. Right being the line of chesed, kindness, the left being the line of Gevura, strength, and the middle being the line of Rachamim. So yeah, the right one, the sign of Chesed promotes the flow of the light of Hashem into creation. And the left side prevents the light of Hashem from entering. And this is what we are in. We're at that. Well, let's discuss last week's parsha. The end of last week's parsha. Hashem was protective of the Yidden. Right? He stopped Bilaam. And even Bilaam was forced to praise the Yidden. As my Rebbe says, praise the Lord. Hey, Shmolki, no praising the Lord like that. Well, anyways, even Bilaam was forced to praise Hashem and the Yidden. And Bilaam and Balak sent a woman to try to get them to sin. And of course, you had Pinchos that killed Zimri ben Soli and Cosby Basur. The Maka stopped. They had a Maka. Well, when Shlomo Balch sat on the throne, 
Chesed ruled history. Was uh, Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. It was a time of Gevura. Even the righteous people suffered, Kabbalistically in the Kabbalah. What we call the three weeks, it existed already before creation. It was the process that led up to creation. Or the time when Hashem's light was pulled back from earth to create a desired result. Apparently, this is not a one-time thing, as the spies found out. When they went out at the time, as a result, they failed at their mission, caused their own horrible demise, and 40 years of wandering, and the eventual destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. Well, even in the best of times when the sun shines down on mankind, the three weeks are particularly a time, a precocious time for us, Yidden. How much more so when things are happening to promote dishonestly, greed, selfishness, etc. How much more so again when so many people watch it happen again and again and again and they don't get the message. True, we have to have faith in Hashem. We're not supposed to be constantly looking over our shoulders to make sure we're not being followed by harm. But Yesha history is also true. Very true. It reveals many times when in spite of that trust we still met we still had a lot of bad. That itself requires explanation for the time being. It is important to know that we are in a period of the year called Gevura. As we learn from the flood, it is the time to have as much Chayen as possible that would save Noah's life. It means that you should let your Neshama shine or words or when doing kindness to others we always always supposed to be self sacrificing for Hashem and you know Taka it's a hard year very hard year we have this problem that problem if I list all the problems it's going to be a thousand problems even more than that we have so much problems here especially here in New York we're having problems we have this problem with the mayor this problem with the mayor that problem with the mayor we have this problem with the mayor we have so many problems with the mayor and I'll leave you off with a uh with a uh, fact you know was once a person another marshal once a person owned a nice yard right you own a nice yard and this beautiful gorgeous great yard and you go every day you're working your guts off to have this yard to have this yard look nice look stunning with flowers and everything. And what happens? 
what happens is people trample on the yard. People trample on it and they see that you're getting very upset. That's, you know, what can it be? Why, why are people trampling on my yard? They don't realize it's mine. And he sees that his whole gate is off. The gate is off of his yard. He starts telling people, listen, it's my yard, it's my yard. And people told him, what do you mean it's your yard? There's no gate here. And one person sees that there's a broken down gate. Broken down gate. He goes to the broken down gate and says, can I ask you a question? And the owner says, go right ahead, what happened? Well, your gate broke the gate and you have to fix the gate. And he goes back home. He goes back home, this guy. And what happens when he goes home, he goes, tells them, tells his family members that, tells his family members that uh, the garden has been smashing and he's installed cameras. Three weeks go by. All of a sudden, there's a drought. Wipes out the whole entire tire farm and the farmer's thinking what did I do what did I do to deserve this what is and, and they find out at the end that the farmer cheated people the farmer did ribbus the farmer was not so honest and that's what happened he lost so many things why he wasn't honest yeah, boys and girls listening, honesty is a very big part of Yidden. Yes, honesty is a great thing. It's a fantastic thing. But think about it, boys and girls. To be honest, to be honest, is it an easy thing? Absolutely not. It's not easy. It's not an easy thing. And sure, sometimes there's a time to think, were we honest with ourselves? Were we not honest with ourselves? We have to get to our bottom of ourselves and start thinking, what should we do? Tisha above is on the way. The three weeks, we have these three weeks. Shavuot is a fast day. We can fast. Yeah, you can fast. You can fast any day, Mondays, Thursdays. But Shavuot has the day that you could fast and think. Not just fast. Not just say fast, okay, I'm fasting. But think, think, not about food. But we're thinking about what we could do to bring the Beis HaMikdash back. What could we do to bring it back? I want more. Well, Schmalky wants a little more. Okay. There's five things that happened on Shavuot Thomas, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it right now. The first set of luchas were broken. The daily Aveda was not continued. The walls of Yerushalayim was broken into. The Roman general Aspas Thomas burned the Torah. A graven image, an idol, was placed in the base of Mikdash. And that's what happened. That, that's what happened on Shavuot Thomas. 
that was a very sad time. Think about they broke into the walls. Imagine that. Not into my walls. Into your walls. My walls? Yeah, your walls. Think about it. They broke into my walls. Your walls. The base of Victor's walls. Yeah. So, why am I saying this? Why am I saying that they they did things? Well, you know, fast days are fast days. You know, sometimes it's like Purim time. <coughs> it's more of a happier time, and Shabbos of Thomas is a time where sad, not completely sad, but we're sad. We have to always be happy. Sometimes, sad time, and it happens that we're sad. Yes, you 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 should be sad, but we shouldn't be sad saying, "Hey, we're not sad. We're sad. We're not going to day camp. Hey, we're sad. We're not learning." Oh, that's a different type of sad. We're a different type of sad. We're sad in ruchnius a way that we're sad that we're going to this time, hard times and you know this year this year especially we had coronavirus hit it was a pachad a really big pachad, really big thing and I don't know if anybody knows we all know, yes we were three months or more away from school and Lamaisa Lamaisa, that talking about all this stuff, um, I wanted to say, oh, so what else happened? The Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar instructed General Nebuchadnezzar that uh, you shall not allow them to pray. Think about, imagine that think about not davening to Hashem and they were forced to do it Yitin were forced to do it why? because Ruchanesar said that um, there's a whole bunch of things that I could say I could say stuff for hours and hours on what has acquired what was gone into this parsha. and I'll leave you off with a thought I'll leave you off with a thought that says that, you know, a fast day, when we fast, we're giving ourselves up, we're giving the shama up, right? We're not eating the goof, the goof, we're giving up on the goof. We're not eating. <coughs> Pardon me. Well, we're not eating, we don't drink, and that's the bottom line. We don't eat, we don't drink, but we do have the Torah. We're able to learn the Torah. May Hashem bring very soon the Giyula, Shalema, Mehera, Yameinu, Amen. This has been the Kishwadi Hour. Again, this is the early bird show, because I'm not going to be on tonight. Um, uh, and yeah, have a great, wonderful, terrific, fantastic unbelievable day. Just remember tomorrow is 2.30 to 3.30.
Have a great rest of the time.